welcome to this week's edition of the Geek Guzzin Thread. This week, I welcome Toby to the podcast, who I'm hoping will become a regular contributor. Toby chats about the games he has been playing, and we get into Final Fantasy VII, its legacy, and what we think of the remake. Let's get into it. Hi, Toby. Welcome to Geek Guzzin Thread. Thank you for joining the podcast today. No, oh, I'm glad to be here. Great. Thanks for having me. No, pleasure. Um, so you and I have known each other for, God, quite a long time, probably. Yeah. <laughs> probably probably pushing a decade or more, I would say. Oh, easily. I'd say it's probably close to 15 years now. Yeah, it probably is, isn't it? Um, so we, we used to work together, but um, I know that you're, you're well into gaming as much as, mm-hmm. as, much as I am. Um, so I thought it might be interesting to have a bit of a chat with you. So um, have a bit of a chat about what games we've both been playing over the last couple of weeks. And yep. then we can have a bit of a chat about... Uh, Final Fantasy and Final Fantasy VII, kind of specifically, because we've yeah. recently had the new trailer. So, um, so, so, what have you, what have you been playing recently? What's, what's been your go-to game over the last few weeks? Uh, my go-to game has kind of alternated. Um, if I've been on the Switch, um, then I've been playing a lot of Picross because um, it just helps me chill out. It's just oh, what's Picross? I haven't played Picross. It's um it's a puzzle game. Um, okay. There are th- there are three of them on the Switch now, um, called Picross S One, Picross S Two, and Picross S Three. So it's a basic naming system, but it works. Um, <laughs> um, that was always helpful. That's always helpful. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's basically um, you get given um, a grid with um, numbers along one side you know, horizontally and numbers vertically. Okay. And it's about f- filling in various squares on the grid to make uh, pictures. Oh, okay. Uh, and it starts off, you know, kind of being very, very low res, like the grid is, you know, five by five. So, you know, what you can draw from that is virtually nothing. Yeah. But then you kind of got stuff that's, you know, 25 by 25. And, you know, the puzzles will probably take you about, you know, 45 minutes to an hour. To okay. Complete. So it gets progressively more complicated. Exactly. Um, but it's, I know they, Nintendo did ones on the original DS and on the 3DS. And now the company that used to make them for Nintendo is doing them themselves on the switch. Um, and yeah, I would really recommend it. It's, I know it's, I find them really, really addictive. Um, but at the same time, really, really relaxing. Cool. I may have to put that on my watch list on the switch. Yeah, they, they they go on sale every now and again, so definitely worth doing. Yeah, the Switch is great for that. I think every every so often, like something the stuff you're after just kind of drops in price fairly significantly. Yes. And uh, yeah, and, and having that watch where you, you you suddenly get an email from them saying, "Oh, you know, check it out. It's uh, it's on sale now." Okay, so that's the relaxing stuff. What else have you been playing? Yeah, um, I've been playing um, a lot of Forza Horizon Four on the Xbox One. Um, how how uh, lovely is that game? It's just, it's I mean, it's utterly gorgeous. I mean, I I've got the you know I've got a one X and a, a a lovely OLED TV and it's just mind blowingly beautiful. Yeah. Um, and you know it it being in the UK, I suppose there's a kind of you know an additional vested interest if you like. Yeah. Um, I I couldn't believe it. Kind of probably within my first two or three days of playing it. Um, last year, I discovered that uh, um, I went past the phone box where I got my GCSE results. What? Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's just so random. Um, and yeah, I kind of thought, oh, okay, I recognise that. Yep. Um, but wow. It, yeah. 
so I haven't, it, I haven't played it for I haven't played it for ages. I think I downloaded the DLC and played that a little bit, the islands bit. Yep. I haven't really I haven't really touched it much since. I don't think I just get distracted by other other stuff. Yeah. Um, but I I did I did make the faux pas of like being so into it when it first came out that I bought a steering wheel only to oh. discover <laughs> only to discover that steering wheels don't really work with Forza Horizon. <laughs> so they they're great on the normal Forza games. So I had an older Forza which um which I'd taken to Norwich and I bought the steering wheel while I was in Norwich. And so we we used used the steering wheel with like Forza Horizon. I was like, this just doesn't feel right. It feels like really weird and floaty and like you can't the understeer was just horrific. So we then tried it on the original for that the pre well, it was an old Forza, I think it was the first Forza that had come out on the Xbox One. Mm-hmm. And that worked a treat. So yeah, so I at the moment there is a steering wheel in a box in my spare room upstairs that is not seeing not seeing much action, I have to say. <laughs> That's, I, I, do they? Can I give any explanation as to why it doesn't work? Or so it might have been patched by now, but apparently okay. it's been a, a longer term issue with the Horizon games that they um, the steering wheels just don't work with it. I think it's because it's more of an arcadey kind of driving experience, isn't it? Yeah. Whereas yeah. like the proper Forza games are more like proper exactly. driving simulators. Yeah. So they're designed probably to work with steering wheels, whereas I think Horizons they're, des- they're designed to work with a controller. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it is it is it is a beautiful game. I um I ploughed many hours into it when it first came out, and that again, you know, it's on Game Pass, isn't it? So yeah, you'd have to pay a penny for it. Exactly, and I actually I, I haven't got the DLC yet because I'm, I'm just just still getting so much value out of the uh, out of the vanilla game, if you like. Yeah. Um, um, but I may well get that. And I also, also through Game Pass, I've been playing um, Just Cause Four. Um, oh, okay. I, so there's a, is it the fifth one's just come out? Is that right? Or is Just Cause Four the new one? No, just Just Cause Four is the new one. It only came out kind of back in December, I think. So. Is that on Game Pass already? Yeah, I know. <laughs> Ooh, that's I didn't realise that. That's tempting. Mm. I'm I'm not sure about it to be honest. Um, because I, I loved Just Cause 2 on the 360. I think I put maybe 200 hours into that. Okay. Um, That's a lot of love. It was a lot of love. Um, and Just Cause 3 was was fairly similar, more of the same, but it ran like an absolute bitch. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, actually. actually yeah, I'm, I, I can't remember if I'm allowed to swear on this or not. You can swear. Uh, it's fine. <laughs> okay, fine. You can swear. Uh, cool um but just can market th- explicit content toby it's <laughs> <laughs> um but just cause four isn't quite grabbing me yet um it doesn't kind of feel like you've got the same level of free reign that you had in the other games now yeah, that so i've heard that about quite, it quite early on but i don't know yeah i've never i've never played one i sat and watched somebody play just cause three i think for a couple of hours was like, oh, this does look like a lot of fun, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, I, I'm not sure. I'm, but if seeing as it's free, it's like you can't really, can't really resist that, can you? It's like, well, oh, exactly. well, I may as well just yeah. give it a try. Yeah, and apparently it, it had a, just in the last couple of days, had a kind of you know had a spring, a spring update. Oh, okay. Went, went hand in hand with the DLC release, but uh, uh, yeah, it looks a bit. They they tarted up the visuals from uh, on, on HDR. Let's digress into the world of Final Fantasy. Mm-hmm. Um, so, 
Final Fantasy VII trailer came out for the remake. What did you What did you think? What was What were your impressions? Um, I liked it. Um, I think it's and it, it looks beautiful. Yeah. Um, um, it's obviously what they showed was very very early in the game, or at least early in the original Final Fantasy VII. Certainly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the you know the first raid and the Mega Reactor and meeting Eris, Aerith, whatever you want to call her, for the yeah. first time. Um, it looks like it might be turn-based combat, which is that's absolute, what I thought. Yeah, which is fine by me. I'm yeah, that that that's that's a good thing as far as I'm concerned. Um, I would possibly like to see Barrett a little less stereotypically Mister T. If you get yeah, my meaning. So this is really interesting, isn't it? So I don't know whether you've ever seen these, but there, um, there's a guy that does some videos for Kotaku who has who's for years been making these translation videos and making comparisons mm-hmm. between what, you know, what the originals actually said, if you translate them properly, and then what the, the American slash European version said. And the interesting thing about Barrett is that he isn't that stereotype at all in the Japanese version of the game. Yeah. It's very much an Americanization of that character. Um, and I guess, you know, that's all about the time period where that game came out. Yeah. But, yeah, I was also disappointed from that trailer that Barrett sounded like he was going to be, um, he was going to be precisely that, that stereotype again, which mm. um, feels like a real shame to, for them. If they fall into that trope, that would be really disappointing. Yeah, and I suppose, you know, you can yeah from an artistic perspective you kind of got the argument about you know do, do you stick with you know like a modern version of the barrett that was in final fantasy 7 or you know so yeah you make so you know with the same kind of dialogue um or yeah do, do you make him a more um oh god i don't know what what what, what, what yeah what to say without sounding pretentious um, do you make it more of a regular guy, I suppose. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's, um, but I guess you know they're gonna they're gonna be having to make some pretty big editorial decisions anyway. I imagine about what they lose. You know, the original game when you look, it, it was bonkers. Final yeah. Fantasy VII. It was it was absolutely nuts. Um, you know, will will we at some point be breeding tro- chocobos in I, in this new version? I sort of doubt it. Well, I, I suppose, and actually, kind of the the breeding chocobo thing is that's really interesting because you think about the amount of time you had to put into that. If you wanted your that was your two gold days chocobo, of my life, I think. To... Yeah, um, <laughs> you know, to get your gold, you get your black chocobo, your gold chocobo. Yeah. Um, and if the game is as Square have kind of hinted that it is, if it's still episodic, how's that going to work? You know, are you going to you know, are you going to be able to you know, bring your your chocobo from episode one into episode two. Um, yeah, I suppose. Like, I, I, the way I'm thinking they'll structure it is like the first episode will be based. It's Midgar, isn't it? The city is that right? Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. So the first episode will be that whole bit, and then I'm guessing the last bit will be the bit on the motorbike, just before you get out of the city. Um, and that'll be the end of episode one, and then episode two would probably be up until I don't know, maybe that. Should we spoil? We can spoil. We can spoil that game. It's so old. Um, it's twenty years old. <laughs> I know it's twenty years old, but I feel like it's okay to talk about it. Um, 
so yeah eris dies that's your end of episode two and i you know i haven't really thought about yeah. it much beyond that but i guess it, it's not until you get out into the wider world is it that breeding chocobos even becomes exactly. you know something you'd even be thinking about and actually it's not until you get to the saucer thing um the like theme park or whatever it was called where yeah, the yeah, yeah. where where breeding chocobos even becomes something that's relevant to you because that's where you get to race them and that's how you make them yeah. become and better I, yeah and the, you know the first time you you go to the gold saucer all you're trying to do is win one win one race just to get out of the prison um oh, and yeah. so yeah it, that's right. it, it isn't it isn't re- until really really late in the game when you're you know if you're trying to get um oh you know the the really hardcore materia for knights of the round and things like that yeah but it becomes an issue so yeah i haven't i haven't thought of that but yes i suppose it is it's it is very much a later game thing yeah so i so i think i think it could, it could still be in there breeding chocobos but mm. I, don't, I don't know it doesn't like in terms of modern game sensibilities it that game is is mad and i've struggled like i've got tried to go back to it a few times and not been able to really get into it properly because it's so bonkers yeah I, i'd be intrigued to know if you know the you know cloud working as a working as a call girl and getting dressed up and getting up uh you know getting the right dress and the right wig i think there'll be an outcry uh, if that's not in there well yeah but i'm <laughs> but at the same time you know if you're going to deal with um well, I think they'd, they'd have to play it differently yeah exactly they they'd definitely I... have to play it differently but i think i think even from the from the trans community there would be outcry if that was just cut and just wasn't yeah. there but at uh, the same time from a trans community you've probably got to take the you know the weightlifters that you get the wig from you've got to treat them a bit more sensitively than you did in the, in, in the original yeah. version yeah because um, yeah. you know they're both they're basically just uh, get a look at them yeah uh, so yeah and, and who knows that i think it's it's a, it's a it's a tight it's a it's a really fine tightrope they've got to walk absolutely yeah it absolutely is absolutely is so so toby t- tell me final fantasy 7 for you like where mm-hmm. is that on the in the final fantasy kind of if, if you were ranking them where does it sit for me it's probably my second favorite okay uh, nine is my is is my real favorite one i absolutely love that one um nine is great nine is a lovely yep. game um my ex-wife really liked eight um but eight felt like about three seasons of dawson's creek um <laughs> i did not finish eight <laughs> i got bored with eight um i like i like the ds version of four okay uh, so i've uh, never got so seven was my first and i've never played any yeah, of the it, ones that were before it i guess for me like it was a bit of a watershed moment in terms of what games could really be i think yeah it really was for me as well again it was the it was the first one i'd played well i think i think i might be wrong on this but i think it was the first one that you could get in europe mm. yeah it might well have been it may well have been it was certainly the first on a on a, a kind of well on a sony console wasn't it we had yeah we hadn't had, everything had been nintendo before that is that right yeah, that's 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 right and actually I, and it was the first one that came to pc because i played it on pc oh okay right. so i played it on my original playstation one i think mm-hmm. yeah um it was uh, like it was, i think for me it was the first time i can remember having like an emotional reaction to something that happened in a game 
Yes, definitely. I don't recall ever ever having anything like that beyond kind of like just being frustrated because I yeah, couldn't do yeah. something. <laughs> um, but like being properly invested in the characters, uh, it it certainly changed the way I thought about gaming. Uh, and it was the first game I can remember like just plowing hours and hours and hours into. I properly, I properly loved it. I I think nine's I think nine's amazing. I'm replaying twelve at the moment mm-hmm. on the Switch. Um, that's interesting. I like the battle mechanics and that are super weird. Like you never, I, I don't ever feel like I've got proper control over what's going on. The yeah. gambit system is strange to say the least. Cause I, I seem to remember that kind of when obviously sounds like an obvious thing to say, but obviously 12 came out after 11 and you know, 11 being a online, uh, an online one. Yeah. They're kind of, you know, they kind of, they, there's so much MMORPG type combat in 12 yeah, that's what it feels like. Yeah. It feels like playing an MMO, and it, and that's one of the reasons why I'm currently, as we speak, downloading 14, because I, mm-hmm. I played that before and really enjoyed it, um, and then kind of drifted away from it, got distracted by other stuff. But um, 12 has made me go, actually, I really enjoy playing that game. I think I might go back and try it again. Cool. Did you, and did you, did you play 14 when it first came out, kind of the, the, the complete car crash? No, so post-car crash... Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, I think it was only on PC when it was a car crash and then they sort of sorted it out and then released it on the PS3. Um, so I played it quite a lot on PlayStation 3 with my friend Ben and then it came out on PS4 when the PS4 launched and played yep. it a bit on there as well and was like, oh wow, it looks super pretty on this. And then probably got distracted by Call of Duty at the time, um, and stopped and stopped playing and cancelled my subscription. But um we're gonna we're gonna try the free trial and I think start I think the plan is to start from scratch with brand new characters. Um cool. Cool. and give it give it a new go. Um but yeah I I so twelve is an interesting one. I think the Gambit system is clever, like writing scripts basically for your characters to tell them yes. what to do. But it just doesn't feel like I've got that level of control that I really enjoy in like seven and nine, and even um, you know more recently with fifteen, um, I still feel like I had a level of control there. Mm-hmm. Now you see, I, I I have fifteen, but I am yet to play it. It's it's sitting in my pile of shame. Um, <laughs> yeah, that, that was it was you know I think the complete version with all the DLC was something like a fiver on the uh, on the Xbox store, and I kind of thought well can't say no to that really uh but then yeah yeah promptly done absolutely nothing with it so i haven't finished it um i kind of got to the end of the bit of the open world bit where i suddenly knew it was going to get tight and scripted um Mm -hmm. and and i would lose that that ability to just go wherever i liked um so i sort of stopped but actually up until that point i i properly loved it it was it's a really it is a really good game i think you'll really enjoy it i'm sure it will look glorious on the on the xbox one x as well yeah no, I, I, I definitely like to get into it at some point, um, and I, th- I think when Square have, you know, obviously it had a really, really troubled uh, development. You know, starting off, starting off as this kind of offshoot from Thirteen. Yeah, it did didn't it? it? Was Final Fantasy Thirteen Versus, wasn't it? it was exactly. Um, but they've clearly, you know, they've they've given it a lot of love since it's, since its release. And I think they've, you know. Well, you know, four or five kind of batches of DLC, I think. Yeah, they tweet the ending. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Um, how very Mass Effect. Um, but, uh... <laughs> well, so I don't think they significantly changed the ending, but there was this whole, there's this whole sequence where you're 
um like you haven't got any powers and you've got uh loads of enemies to fight and it goes on for ages and ages and i think they they tweaked that massively and made it much much shorter Uh, right so so it's a good time to play it i think Mm -hmm. i would say they've sorted it out no no yeah i I really would like to i think yeah if if it's uh yeah i have a you know if 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 i do have a, a hankering for a a, you know a massive scale you know 80 hour plus game then it's it's going to be a, probably a toss-up between that and red dead 2 have you played red dead 2 uh i have played about the first two hours of red dead 2 oh mate um it, it's it's one of those games that i kind of that i feel i probably need to, to play it for about you know six hours in a single sitting you do to get a, to you know to get the feel for it and then i'll be properly invested um, it, does take, it, takes, it does take a little while it's one of those games that sinks its claws in slow mm-hmm. i would say um but i properly loved it like in terms of recent gaming experiences i'd i say that's one of the closest i've got to the kind of final fantasy 7 thing right. about okay. level of investment with particularly with the main character um it's just it's just stunning it's a it's a beautiful it's a beautiful game and it like I, I guess it's one of the, it's one, of, it's a classic Rockstar thing. You can play it as like a tool if you want to be a tool. Mm-hmm. You know, you can go around and shoot who you like. Um, but I think if you get into character, it's it's a proper role play game. If you get mm-hmm. into the in, get into the psyche of the main guy and just play as you think he would play, it's it's brilliant. I, I absolutely loved it. Yes, you need to put some hours into that, Toby. Fair enough. I I, I consider myself told. <laughs> well. It'd be really good if you could spend a, do, put those six hours in and then come back and tell us what you think. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, I'd love to do that. Have a proper Red Dead chat. That'd mm-hmm. be really good. Yeah, yeah, and I think and I also I played a lot of um, uh, Assassin's Creed um, Origins. Okay, and properly enjoyed that. Um, and I get that was the first kind of ACE game I'd really got into since. Austin's two, I think. Oh, okay. Um, so and... orig- yeah, I've got Origins and enjoyed it. I think Odyssey is better. Yeah, I say I, 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 I because I'm kind of aware that I have Red Dead kind of sitting there and I haven't done anything with it. I haven't bought Odyssey. Um, yeah, so I'm. I, I, I did make that. Guilt. So I bought Odyssey, played it for about three weeks, and then Red Dead came out, and then it mm-hmm. took me took me a while before i felt like i could go back to odyssey into a, like a massive open world and the, and the open world in odyssey is as it is in origins it's ridiculous how big it is yeah um but yeah and, and you know i think so many people have said it's you know it's the, the you know the the, the the best assassin's creed so far um and i'd be intrigued to see what they do with the next one obviously i think that i think they're taking a year off this year yeah they are yeah um, which I imagine might mean we might get Watch Dogs this year. Who knows? Maybe, maybe. Yeah, I didn't play the second one of Watch Dogs. I played the first and kind of quite liked it, I guess I would say. I finished it. I did finish it. Um, but the second one was supposed to be better, I think, wasn't it? It was supposed to be a better Yes, game. I think so. And I think there, there are lots of kind of you know, vague rumours that it might be set in London. Um, oh, okay, that would be cool. I, I'd exactly. be in I, if that yeah. was the case, that, that would be an absolute a definite in for me. Um, uh, so we'll wait and see. I mean, obviously, you know, E3 isn't too far away, so hopefully we'll uh, get some details then. 
Yeah, yeah, I'm sure I'm sure we will do. The rumour for for the next Assassin's Creed is Vikings, isn't it? Have you... Oh, I, I hadn't heard that. Um... Yeah, so um, what was the game they released recently? Uh, I can't remember what it was, but somebody... Oh, um, The Division is yeah. is part of their part of their staple of games. Yes it is, yeah. And somebody found a poster for um for an Assassin's Creed game in the game that's got Vikings on it. So that's Okay. That's the big the big hint is that we're going to get Vikings next time around which I I'd, I'd be really excited for. That could be amazing. Mm. I I can I'm never sure whether Ubisoft kind of like are, uh, you know, they're very much committed to leaking. Or if they're, or if it's actually, you know, someone at the top is tearing their hair out, kind of, you know, why the hell can't we keep one thing secret just once? Yeah. Uh, Did they know that somebody had slipped a poster into the game? Yeah. Yeah. Because I was that how was that how Last the the original Last of Us got kind of originally unveiled? I think there was I think there was a newspaper in Uncharted Three. Which referred to it. I I may be completely batshit crazy on that, but I seem to remember Maybe. that yeah, there was something uh, along those I lines. Don't recall, I don't recall that, but you might you might well be right. You might be right. And we, you, have, we have that sequel coming up soon as well, don't we? I'm very excited about that. Yeah, I I, I probably think that's a PS5 launch title. I think. Um, yeah, I reckon it'll be on both. So could well be. Yeah. I guess it depends on when it relaunches. So if it's out this year, next last, last of us is due this year, isn't it? Well, I don't, I don't know. I, I think you know, Sony obviously said they're not going to be, you know, be at E three. Um, and I would have thought if they would, if it was going to come out this year, I think they'd probably make it make, make more of a big deal of it. Maybe I reckon they'll do their own thing, though, won't they? At the back end of this year, Sony probably. Um... There's got to be a proper PS five launch thing rather than just mark cerny or whatever he's called being interviewed by a magazine well yeah yeah, without any doubt but i think i i think they said in their financial report it wasn't going to be out before march of next year yeah uh so i think yeah i I think you know like they did with the ps4 there'll be something in there'll be a launch event early 2020 um and then um, yeah then it all goes crazy again then it all goes crazy exactly yeah, are you looking forward to anything in particular at this E3? I'm intrigued to see more about the new Star Wars game. Um, yes, Fallen Order or whatever it's called. Yeah, it's Fallen Order, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm excited to see more of that. Um, that looks like it could be really good. Uh, I think, like, it feels like a bit of a quieter year this year. Like last year, there was a lot of stuff to be excited about. It feels like a lot of stuff is still a long way off. Yeah. So the next. Elder Scrolls is, you know, that's not coming out on this generation of consoles. That's going to be the next generation, but we know it's coming. And yeah, but that's really interesting because, you, you know, that actually, we haven't had a new Elder Scrolls this generation at all. No, that's true. We haven't. Yeah. You're right. You know, we've had Fallout 4 and we've had, you know, Skyrim Remastered or whatever they called it. But yeah, we haven't had a new Elder Scrolls. No, since, we haven't. And, and don't Sky- forget Fallout 76. That was. Oh. Well, yes, how could one forget what it's <laughs> <laughs> um, I managed, managed to resist that one somehow. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, I, you know, I think what Skyrim came out 2011, yeah. I want to say. It's a long time uh-huh. ago. Yeah. Um, uh, Todd Howard, I think. Um, I think he said, you know, if people want 
another Elder Scrolls game, stop buying Skyrim. Um, <laughs> so <it's, laughs> yeah, fair enough. The guy knows how to fair make enough. a bit of money. Yeah. Um, Maybe they should stop churning out new versions of it. I mean, there was well, a VR version last year or the year before. Mm, do you, and do you have do you have a PSVR yourself? No, because it makes me sick. Um, oh, you said that. Yes, I yeah, I struggle. Yeah. I do struggle with the VR headsets. I think maybe maybe next next generation I might I might get one. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, to be honest, in terms of the quality of titles on PS4, it doesn't really feel like I've missed too much at the moment. Yeah. I think there were, you know, last year that you know, people were saying some some good things. There was a was it Astrobot, where I think people were speaking very highly of. I yeah, think. and that so I so I I have tried it, and there was a version of Astrobot on like if you bought a PS4 VR when they first came out, you got like a oh, okay. There was like a an early version of that on it, and it was it was really cool and really good fun. Um, but I'm just not convinced that I wouldn't be puking fairly shortly after playing for any kind of length of time i'm all right if in the game the character is stood perfectly still so that sure that mm-hmm. beats game that i was playing on manny's vr system in norwich that was really good fun i really liked that and i could play that again but the minute it felt like the character was moving i was i was gone <laughs> okay so have you have you got one for no i don't no no i i, I the uh I, I i haven't done kind of vr since Oh God! You know the the old virtuality, uh, uh, you know arcade machines in the in the early nineties. Oh wow! Okay. So I think I think things have evolved a bit since then. They have moved on fairly significantly. Yes. Now it really does feel like you're stepping into another world. <laughs> yeah, I, I think as far as E3 goes for me, um, I'm uh, I'm excited to see more about Cyberpunk. Oh yeah! How can I forget Cyberpunk? Yeah, good, good call, good call. Um, you know, and I, 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 I like the, I like the cyberpunk aesthetic as it, as it is. Um, I'm the, I mean, the first Deus Ex especially is right up there in my kind of probably top ten, if not top five games of all time. Okay. Um, um, and um, and other, and the other ones since. Um, now CD Projekt Red can't seem to put a foot wrong really, as far as their gaming pedigree goes um yeah the witcher, well, the, the witcher 3 is just one of the greatest yeah. games of, of all time for me that's that, that would be in my my top five without yeah. doubt um I, do, I don't think we're going to see that again this generation or possibly as a bridge title um and there's no way it's coming out this year no uh, it's um, a i think but, you're right i think it's a bridge i think it might be it could be a launch title for the ps4 maybe yeah uh, PS5, sorry. Yes. <laughs> um, I'd be interested to see if Microsoft talk about next gen at all. Um, I think they sort of have to a bit, don't they? And obviously, Sony, have, you know, have, have you know given a fairly you know a technical bit to to Wired, but yeah. So it would yeah, seem some videos, some video leaked this week, didn't it, of the Spider-Man stuff? Oh yeah, from the shareholders meeting or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah, I think I think like shots have been fired. I think Microsoft have to have to tell us something about what's coming next. Yeah, and I don't I don't think there's any way that Microsoft get the launch of well, and, and God knows what they're going to call it. And you 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 can't work out Microsoft's naming strategy, can you? <laughs> um, there isn't one. But, yeah, <laughs> that's not but a strategy. 
Yeah, I don't see how they can get it anything like as bad as the Xbox One was. Um, you know, because they they just their messaging was so unbelievably bad with oh, the Xbox it was, One. It was a car crash. Yeah, um, and you know, and and you know, Sony obviously, you know, they kind of saw the uh, you know the lending games to another person thing, and you know, they were right on that. So you've got that, you know, that lovely video of Shuhei Yoshida just giving a disc to someone else. Yeah. Um, just to, <laughs> uh, it was, you know, and, you know, it, it was an op- absolute open goal. And it's just like, well, I'm going to punch you in the groin right now. Yeah. Um, but Phil, um, Phil Spencer really seems to be far more switched on. He, he seems to get gamers a lot more than, uh, Don Matrick uh, did or didn't. Um, so I'm really interested to see what they've got. Um, and obviously, you know, they've spent the last two years buying up a lot of people. Yeah, they have. Yeah. Uh, so I'm I'm intrigued to see what they what. Um, oh, uh, is it Ninja Theory, the guys who did um, Hellblade? Yeah. Um, I think. Which I've just downloaded, actually. I haven't played any of that yet. That's that's on Game Pass at the moment as well. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I want to get that at some point. Um, and so, yeah, so see, yeah, seeing what they do for Microsoft, that'll be interesting. Um, and seeing what um, Obsidian, um, what they do. Um, is, that, is that the Pillars of Eternity guys? Them, yeah. yeah. And if, if I remember rightly... Um, I think their next game isn't exclusive. I think that was kind of that was already kind of That's, underway. They've done like a sci-fi thing, haven't they? Like a first-person. Yeah. Um, almost looks a bit Borderlandsy, I suppose. Yeah, it does. Uh, yeah, can't remember what it's called for the life of me, but yeah, an outer world. Oh, or outer... yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds right, right. Something like that. Outer world. Uh, like, yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Um. Interested to see what Nintendo bring. Um, you know, the, you know, my love affair with Nintendo goes back, well, you know, probably thirty <laughs> years now. But um, yeah. yeah, I'm always I'm always up for, to see what they what they do. Um, do I'm you think really we'll get looking... another Zelda. I think it's too soon. Um, we uh, we might get the long rumored um, double pack of. Um, Wind Waker and Twilight Princess. Um, um, yeah, I, I think you know. If did you have a Wii U? I did have a Wii U. Still got a Wii U. Actually. I think yeah. I think you and I probably bought Southampton's only two Wii U's. <laughs> <laughs> um, Do you know what? It's a great console, the Wii U. It just it, it it's just I don't know. It it was so close to being the Switch. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It just never. It just didn't quite have. If it had had that portability that the Switch has, then it would have been fine. It would, and it would probably still be thriving right now. I think. Um, yeah. You know, if if it didn't feel, it, I'm the the feel of the Switch versus the. Oh the, no. Yeah. There's it's no comparison. It's just you know, the Switch feels like a serious bit of kit, whereas the the Wii U tablet felt a bit Fisher Price. It. Yeah. Yeah, and it looks Fisher Price sat next to it yeah. on my sideboard. <laughs> it really does. 
Um, and and yeah, Wind Waker HD on on the on the Wii U was was beautiful. Yeah, I've got it. Um, yes, yeah, yeah. And I've actually I, that's you know I I've been kind of drifting back to that. Um, if you pardon the pun. Um, <laughs> um, so yes, and supposedly they might bring those two to the Switch. Um, that would or, be good. That would be good. Or, or, or the Metroid Prime trilogy. And yeah, that's they, what I'm more hopeful for, to be honest. If they do an HD version of Metroid Prime, then I, I am, you know, I, I, I'm drooling basically at, at the thought of that. Um, yeah. So I've never really played those games. I like Metroid Prime Three came out on the GameCube. Is that right? Uh, no, Prime Three came out on the Wii. Uh, oh, okay. Whereas the first two came out on the GameCube. Okay, so I played one uh, on the GameCube. Um. So maybe the second one, I think, but never got into it properly. But I am, I'm excited to have to, to have that for the Switch. Yeah. That would that that would be amazing, yeah, uh, and especially because we to, know there's no, there's a new one coming, isn't there? Yes, I but I, they, I think they they re, restarted. They basically ripped ripped that up one that one up. I think and they've started again. They've I think it was originally being developed in Japan, and. Earlier this year, Nintendo said, uh, no, we're going to stop this and we're going to give it back to Retro, who did the first three games. Oh, OK. So we, we're not seeing that one for years. Oh, wow. um, but, I mean, you know, Metro Prime 2 and Metro Prime 3 are, they're, they're very good games. But I think I, the first one is an absolute belter, in my opinion. Um, I, will, I will definitely be getting a hold of those when they when they come out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm looking forward to Mario Maker 2. Um, yeah, so I, I didn't have the first one, but um, my partner's son, Manny, he, he did have the first one. And he, he all he did was ever did was build me troll levels. So levels that were complete. <laughs> I was unable to complete. And took, he, he took great joy, great joy in doing that. Um, but it is a fantastic game. And yeah, the, the, the trailer for the new one, it does look fantastic. I'm, yeah, I was, I think was it, yeah, the director was last week. I think they talked about it, and you know, I mean, it was just a case of you know, if you could think about it, we're just going to throw it in there. You know, I, I think, I think, possibly some people might have been concerned that it might have been a bit, you know, Super Mario Maker 1.5, I guess. Yeah, but I think the the sheer level of content that they're putting in. Is you know, it makes it you know, well, well beyond just a simple expansion or something like that. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. I just quite like the idea of, and this is the joy of the Switch. It's like building a level on the train on the way home and then uploading it when you get in. It's that kind of stuff that the Switch just makes makes happen in a way that yeah. nothing else really ever has. Yeah, or, or the other way around. Actually, you know, just you should think it's start of a day before you leave for work. You know, download you know twelve or so levels. Yeah. And then- and 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 then just go and play them on the go. Yeah, yeah. Does 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 look great. Does look great. Um, have you have you seen Dreams, the new um, game from uh, the guys that made Little Big Planet? Yeah, yes, I have. Oh, I, I've seen I've seen bits of it, and I've heard a lot of people talking about it. Um, I that I'm the the sheer level uh, level of what you can do in that is the kind of thing that would absolutely terrify me because. Somebody, bu- somebody built the original Metal Gear. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and, it, and it looked amazing. It looked amazing. Um, yeah, so that I, yeah, I get, I, I totally get where you're coming from. Like I would, that's 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 all well behind, but well beyond my ability um, mm. as a creator 
but I like the idea of being able to go in and play other amazing stuff that other people have built. Yeah, exactly. I think you know that that may well be. Uh, well, it, obviously, yes. I, I, we we assume that's going to come out before before Final Fantasy VII remake, um, and so yes, that would that would probably get me to pick up my uh, my PS4 controller again. <laughs> That is still my go-to console. I think my PS4 out of the I three. Think, yeah, I think you know different people have different yeah have different preferences. And for me, the um, I just prefer the controller on the um, on the Xbox. Oh, I'd agree um, with that. It's a nicer controller. Yeah, mm. you'll get no argument from me there. I think I think the PS4 for me. So it's well, I have to say it's waned a bit since I got the Switch. I think that's that's mm-hmm. become. Um, not dominant, but I've used it way more than, than, than I thought I would do. Uh, but I think for me, the PS4, it's all about things like just the UI and being able to get into parties really easily and really in a really sensible way that is obvious. Whereas whenever I have to do it on the Xbox One, I always feel like uh, I have to no, think about how to do it. Yeah. It's just stuff like that. And I'm, I'm a sucker for a good, a good user interface. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you are. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, Toby, thank, thank you. I think we'll probably draw it to a close there because we've, we've managed to get 40 minutes of chat. Wow. Um, I know, that's impressive. Uh, which is, that's the whole podcast. Thank you so much for, for joining us. Before we finish, though, is there anything kind of off topic that you've been watching or reading that you'd like to recommend to anyone? Uh, ooh, that's a... Sorry, I've thrown you there. Well, I didn't. We, no, I, no, I that's, that's fine. I didn't warn Toby um, I was going to ask him that. I, sh- I should. I should have expected it really because I'm, I'm. You know, I, you've been I've listening to the podcast. Gosh, I've heard. I haven't <laughs> even listened to the podcast. Have you ever uh, read any of the uh, the DC Peter Grant? Uh, I have novels? not. Okay. Imagine uh, Harry Potter grew up and joined the Metropolitan Police. Okay. So and it's it's basically it, it's a, it's a series of novels written about. A guy who yes suddenly finds himself, um, join, yeah he, he he's a copper and then suddenly he gets basically taken on by this kind of by a wizard who is also an uh, um, who is also a copper. Um, Interesting. And it, yeah, it's, it is it's 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 a lot it's a lot of fun. Um, yeah, I think there are five if not six uh, novels in the series now. Okay. Uh, and so I'm reading that. Um, yeah, so yeah, uh, it's called the DC Peter Grant series. The first one's called Rivers of London, and it's by Ben Aronovich, I think. And this is a book, not a comic. No, this is an abs- this is a book. I think I might be wrong. I think there are a couple of graphic novels to go alongside. Okay. Um, but no, it, it is it is a proper book. Um, as far as watching goes, um, I haven't been watching Game of Thrones. Uh, <laughs> I have somebody else lined up to talk me through the last episode. <laughs> I have I haven't watched any of those for years. I still have your copy, by the way, of of, of Game of Thrones. Do you? Yes. Wow. Okay. You, it's good to yeah. know where that is. You, you you gave it to me shortly before my daughter was born, um, and uh, it's going to be she, it's going to be her eighth birthday. Uh, wow. In a, okay. In a couple of months time. You can keep so. that, Toby. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, so yeah, what have I been watching? Uh, currently going through um, uh, the current season of um, Brooklyn Nine Nine. Okay. 
that's kind of staple viewing for um it's a good show for, i like for, for, in my yeah for, for my girlfriend and myself um i uh, i introduced her for the first time um on monday to uh scott pilgrim versus the world oh that is a hell of a film and we and if you know um if you know, I, I could easily believe that you know edgar wright sat down and said right there's a guy living in Hampshire called Toby Armstrong, and I'm going to make a film for him. Um, <laughs> and yeah, that, that is how I feel about Scott Pilgrim. Yeah, it's um, a good so, so um, and yeah, my 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 other half, she's uh, yeah, she's uh, she's not a Star Wars fan, she's not a Lord of the Rings fan, and so I kind of thought, is she going to get this? You know, is this going to is this going to yeah. cause a yeah, uh, cause a lot of friction? Um, but uh, but no, she really really enjoyed it, um, which which was a great oh, relief. Good stuff. Um, so I watched. So, yeah, so this week me. I watched. Um, it was the final episode of uh, Big Bang Theory this week, and I've seen the current series. I've only seen what what they've got on Netflix so far. So okay, so I think you could. The last, the final season has been awful. It's been really <laughs> poor all the way through. Um, like bef- like previous years, it's always been really obvious that they filmed it in front of a live audience because you can genuinely hear the laughter happening. This season, it felt like they didn't do that. Like, and, I, and it felt like they didn't do that because it was so bad. They had yeah. to put canned laughter over the top of it. Ooh. Yeah, it was not good. Not good at all. But the final episode was amazing. And they should have just almost skipped the whole of the final season and just shown... Like, if Game of Thrones shouldn't have been rushed, they should have rushed the final <laughs> season of Big Bang. Because stretching it to 22 episodes was uh, was was not the right thing to do. Um, but the final episode was brilliant. It was properly emotional, um, and I shed I shed a tear watching the last episode, which is uh, which is which is good. I think that's the mark of a good bit of yeah. TV. No. Um, but uh, but yeah, the, the rest of the season you could probably pretty much avoid, to be honest. Fair enough, fair enough. And I I, I did get a uh, an element of the final episode spoiled for me somehow. But, um, uh, but I won't. You know, I'm not gonna spoil that for anybody else now so no no go 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 watch the final episode would be my recommendation well okay mm-hmm. so toby thank you very much i think that was the first book recommendation on geekgasm thread so thank you for that Excellent. that feels like a little milestone reached um but thank you for coming on the podcast today really appreciate it no problem mate cheers Thank you for listening to this week's edition of Geekgasm Thread. You can find uh, us on Twitter, uh, Geekgasm Thread, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, all the usual places. Podcast is available on iTunes, Spotify, uh, and various other podcast sources. You should be able to just search for the name and find us. Uh, let us know what you think. Uh, there will be another episode uh, over the weekend. I'm hoping to get a uh, Game of Thrones final episode spoiler cast recorded and up at least by Close of Play on Sunday. Thank you for listening.